When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks, and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Price. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. You know, uh, I really do wish that we could harmonize like this, Barry. How could we harmonize like this? Well, it take a lot of practice. Do you think that we could at some point be bi-coastal beach pop? You think at any point me and you could be bi-coastal, bi-coastal beach pop? Beach pop. That, you know, I, I looked for that in the record bin, and I didn't find it's bi-coastal not beach pop. I think pop. you could uh, harmonize like that if you guys were madly in love. <laughs> Are you madly Who in love? Who says that we're not? Yeah. I'm not? I'm not saying that. I'm asking. Are Why you are you judging me? No judging. No so judging. Has this bottle? There is a chance. There is a chance. All right, so this is pretty amazing. Uh, this is, uh, I don't think, has ever happened in Bonnaroo history. Uh, this is the Bonnaroo Podcast, the What Podcast, the Bonnaroo Podcast for Bonnarooians by Bonnarooians. Bonnarooian A being Brad Siner from WDOD Radio Hits 96 in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Barry Quarter, Bonnarooian B from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. And the Stone On Air production What's, team, uh, may, please. And don't Who's don't that forget, by there? This is don't all my stuff. Don't forget. Okay. So, what I don't is know he, who that C, was. D, or Mysterious e? man. D, I don't care. There's Another look. B. Add Stone on air. Go ahead, proceed. Brian Stone, <laughs> running the boards. Yeah, and, and Making with us, running the boards. Come with, on, with us is Bonnaroovian C and D, Mr. Repeat and Mrs. Repeat. Uh, so, you guys are not madly in love. Are you madly in love? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you? We've only spent one night apart in seven years. No kidding. Wow. But we're not out here saying that that's what people should do. Yeah, here, I have a thing about that, actually. <laughs> you can't get away yeah. from him? Is that but what you're... <laughs> we, we were three years into it before realizing yeah. that we had only spent one night apart. Yeah. And then we were like, this is a thing. We Now we got to fucking now try you it. Gotta, you know, yeah. now we yeah. got to really try it. And that's the other thing is I'm, like, always scared because, like, remember when, like, J-Lo was uh, married to Ben Affleck and they were, like, on all the TV shows and they were like, we're the perfect couple. We're no, right. We will never right. get divorced. And then, like, boom, divorce. So I'm not going to be like, oh, we're perfect. Like, everybody's got to do this. Yeah. I'm just stating the facts. Only one night apart. 
So I don't know how that. Okay, hang a second. But something must have happened in those three years. If you're spending every night together, mm-hmm. uh, that something's got to be going on. Yeah. Everybody's going to figure that out. Even you guys. You guys figured that out. You just weren't. You were too afraid to say it. So you locked well, in a room. Or am I Doctor Phil right now? I don't. I don't mean to be that way. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I lived in a house three blocks from hers. Okay. And I lived with a bunch of stinky boys. Right. All musicians. Welcome to Camp Nut Butter. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in the Camp Nut Butter of East Nashville, Tennessee, and. Um, she lived three blocks away with a girl roommate, and they had a very nice and clean house that had better air conditioning. It and smelled so, better. So the bathrooms were way cleaner. Yeah, the number one reason that we spent every night together was because we were madly in love, and we are currently. But uh, the number two reason was because her house was just, it smelled better, and it was nicer. <laughs> and it was like three blocks away, right. so I could just leave my stinky fucking friends in right. the dust. So, so living together now, who's... Taken yeah, over yeah, the smell. Has it, has it smell Our 11 it rescue stinky? animals. That's wow. true. Wow. Yeah. It's become someone else's smell yes. now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I w- I'm probably more of the domestic one, though, too. You are. And yeah. you're, you guys are so in love. You have a K tattoo on your hand. It's a J and K. Check that out. It's a J Whoa, for Jared fantastic. and a K for Kristen. Nice. Yeah. Man, you have yeah, it, too. I, and, man. And if she ever leaves me, it's just kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And we have this other one matching. It says, we are in space. No one knows what's going on, and I love you. Oh, that's fantastic. Because she's kind of spiritual, nice. and I'm an atheist, and so I feel like this is the closest we can get to, like, symmetry on that level, you know? I uh, I could never love anything that much in my life. I don't know if that's I could fair. ever. That's, that's not fair. That's not you true know at all. You might be normal. We might be the fucking freaks. I, you're probably <laughs> so. more likely. Yeah. No, like, Brad. this is not okay. Brad's not telling the truth. His pet tattoo would be a B and a B. Yeah, right. For and Brad then my, and, and then Brad. My, and then my hair. Yeah, <laughs> my Maybe hair an is H for there. the hair. <laughs> It'd be a B with a little B inside the circle <laughs> of the top of the B. So what, what's I happening to, here? What was it I used to say? You only like two people. I do. One is yourself and the other is fluid. Yeah. <laughs> it changes <laughs> oh by the day. Oh, my goodness. Really by the hour. Really that is amazing. Uh, it so really uh, this is what uh, is so amazing about this is that never in the history of Bonnaroo, has a podcast been recorded about Bonnaroo with an artist that's playing a Bonnaroo backstage at Bonnaroo? Backstage. That's never happened in the history of mankind. You guys are breaking. You, you guys, guys are, are number breaking. one. Wow. We were. You're the first one. So ever. thrilled and honored to so be here. So we started this podcast, and nobody had ever done a Bonnaroo podcast. And we said, "We love yeah. Bonnaroo. We've been here 14 years. Yeah, you know, let's do it." You know, if we just want to fake it too, if you just after this, I can just kind of talk in a different voice, and you can say I'm Eminem. Right. <laughs> I don't know how we got her. Beyonce is here. Beyonce is here. I have to tread lightly with that one, I feel like. I feel like Twitter would not like me trying to act like Beyonce. Maybe, maybe. And Twitter is the judge and jury of our lives. Are you? It's kind of like, I'm like, ooh, that person shouldn't have done that. Twitter's not going to like it. Yeah. Uh Are you on a Twitter kick at Brad Stinks? At Brad Stinks on Twitter? Yeah, I think I I follow you. Oh, you better. I hope so. I I did my research. Can I get a tattoo? Yeah, can you get a <laughs> I got one at the last festival we played at Shaky Knees. I got a banana. Oh, you went to Shaky Knees? Yeah, and they had a tattoo. P- I think every festival should have a tattoo artist. I don't know. a tattoo parlor yeah. backstage, yeah. and they give it's you a haircut. It's got to be that time yes. period, right? And they yeah. give you an IV. Uh, 48 yes. hours. You might not be making your best decisions. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea. I've never yeah. I've never Seemed made like a good decision. Good nothing says but is a banana tattoo on your knuckle really ever a bad idea? Well, because nothing says a really dangerous man like a knuckle tattoo. Of a banana. banana. By the Here way, comes the banana. Look yeah. out. <laughs> it's, it's an Andy Warhol reference, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's act- actually a reference to our dog. Okay. <laughs> well, who? Andy Warhol? Who? 
No, no. Huge Warhol fans, yes. Actually, that was a huge inspiration for why we we kind of made the music for we did. This whole look, of yeah. Actually, too. why I wear nice. the stripes all the time? Nice. You um, ma- you match you match her fanny pack. Yeah. No, it's uh, over there. Oh, <laughs> there you go. So okay, so when I go back to to, to reset a little bit because this is the first time this has ever happened. Yeah. A Bonnaroo podcast has never existed about Bonnaroo, and we've never done a Bonnaroo podcast backstage at Bonnaroo, including the Bonnaroo people, by the way. Uh, so uh, we're the first. And we're so excited to have Repeat Repeat sitting on our couch at Camp Nut Butter. And the reason why we liked you so much is because in a moment of uh, desperation, we needed some content for a show one day. And we had no idea what to do. We're like, oh, I know. We could just spin the Bonnaroo wheel and see who we land on and see if we can, like, learn about some people. Bonnaroo Roulette. Get out. And Repeat Repeat was one of the artists that we found. And we've been... We've literally been listening to you guys ever since, yeah. and we can't believe that you've been so close to us this entire time, and we had no idea. Well, yeah. there's a thing about it is that we... We were kind of like crouching tigers. Yeah, and hidden <laughs> dragons, I think. <laughs> Both, really. Uh, the, we work really hard, and we put ourselves out there, but we kind of, I feel like, do it the old-fashioned way, just by like working our asses off. I mean, we, we don't have some like rich uncle or like big investor like this is all like sweat equity and our own sweat I'm not like secretly the daughter of like a famous yeah. celebrity couple neither of us are like Instagram not, no famous trust, on the side trust fund babies yeah, no trust no. fund babies like Man. this is See, all I wanted that I, life yeah. I keep Me wishing too. and hoping but yeah so I think part of it is like when it when people hear about it, it's organic because it's not like oh yeah I saw that person on that TV show and now they have a band. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just not how we've done it. You know, we've just kind of have more old school I, method. I don't know if I told you, Brad, but when I reached out to see about maybe getting them to do this, um, I don't remember who your label person, but she was like, oh yeah, they'll probably do it. They're the hardest working. Oh band ever well you did 20 interviews you don't hear that very often. oh at a at, at a four castle yeah we did I, this is actually a funny story yeah. we did 24 it was going to be 22 in 24 hours yeah. it turned into 24 in 24 hours and that was the festival this was yeah four castle 2017 that was the festival that i learned you cannot wear heeled knee-high gold glitter boots to every press occasion all over the uh, Thank God grounds. you've given me that tip. I was I, this close. I was going to say, Denson, you need to uh, write this down. I'm, yeah. Is everyone taking notes? I'm pretty sure I looked like a weird, like, superhero. Um, Barry, to go back to what you said, like, I think because we built the band early on, like, out of our own pockets, I mean, I mean, I worked doubles at a restaurant in the early years of the band, and, like, we just, we, we put off, like, Buying a home and like having yeah. normal things and vacations like normal right. couples do. We didn't go on a honeymoon. Like we dumped every ounce of money and time and energy into the band. Because of that, we value like the people that you have on your team. And so I hear other like PR people be like, "Oh yeah, you guys say yes to like so much press. Like I would love to have an artist like that." I'm like, I mean, press people cost a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I want to get my money's worth. Yeah. And yeah. you know, also get my name out there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I mean, but we want to we want to get our name out there. We want to we want people to hear us and also the fact that you guys take time out of your lives and want to be interested yeah, in us. Cool. We don't take that for granted, you know. We really appreciate that. Well, I'll tell you what's interesting uh, and what's so refreshing is that when you do Oh, they're kissing. Oh god. <laughs> Not on my couch, please. Uh, so I, I was keeping it very low key. Guys, 
please. Thankfully, it's Sorry, a podcast. <laughs> so what I love about this is that, like, uh, when I found out that you guys were going to do this, uh, the guerrilla marketing that you probably don't even impress people to do, but you also did the RV party last night, yeah, yeah. which is insane. So that means your, sh- by the way, your show's Sunday. Yeah. yeah. You guys could have gone home. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you go home? It's a magical wonderland experience that you don't get. I mean, we feel like we're going to look back at this time in our lives and wish that we had done, you know, we had, like, soaked up every minute, so. How often do you get to play to play Bonnaroo for the first time, you know? And, and you're st- you're turning into entire Yeah. You're going yeah. through the entire thing, all six days, Wednesday to Monday. I'm sure you're here Monday morning. Uh, uh, actually, no, because we leave Tuesday morning for a six-week-long tour. Right. So. And so this is it. And so, so when you when you start wow. to plan Bonnaroo, you said to yourself, "We this is our first our first shot at Bonnaroo. Uh-huh. We're never going to experience this again." Had you been was this the the white whale? Was this the thing that you wanted your entire career? Was this something that you said, "Ah, oh, bam, Bonnaroo"? If we just got Bonnaroo, yeah, this was. Yeah. I can't think of like a bigger goal that we had and I remember Jared sort of set the goal way before I thought it was a goal that we were going to have a chance at reaching so I remember sort of being like every year we write down goals like Right before because the you're new so year. spiritual. <laughs> yeah, because you're putting it out in the universe, and you really want it to come back to you. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I want to be the Oprah of punk rock. You know what <laughs> I mean? I want to be like, this is the secret. You just make the goal, make your and list, you just think it, and it make happens. No, it's because I'm fucking anal retentive, and I have to like write everything down. That's why like, I have to. If I don't cross it off, I feel like a failure because I just have like all these insecurities about myself. I'm like, I have to get this done. Yeah. So if I write it down, I feel like I will stop at nothing to we, do this thing. We have a friend that described it beautifully one time he said man you guys run a tight ship uh, yeah. jared keeps lists of his lists there he has right. written lists types typed lists yeah, like, you tattooed the, it on your body for christ's yeah. sake so That's yeah you've got point. lists yeah you know it's, what it's the homeschooler yeah. in him i suppose how long so we, did it so three years two years how long from the time you wrote bonnaroo down as a goal oh that was this year that was wow. 2017 because here's the thing i think also we're like and that's one thing i wanted to say too is like even though we do a lot of press like we try to we try to be smart it's it, we are like defining our destiny here so it's like we don't just take like every single thing right. and just like we played last night even though we're playing sunday we almost didn't play that we made sure that we got like the the blessing from bonnaroo to do that basically because we weren't we don't just say yes and go we're walking around with an acoustic guitar and be like here's my cd you know we wouldn't sell merch we we wouldn't do anything to detract from the festival so but bonnaroo was like yeah go for it and we were like we would we were the only band that played wednesday everybody else is a dj so we were the first band of bonnaroo 2018 what was that like we've talked about this for two days or more really the whole camping experience out there what was that like playing to those guys? Um, oh. It's kind of like Mad Max. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to show yeah. you. I know this is yeah. a podcast, but you can tell them about it. I'm going to show them the picture. Um, Mad Max is a great description of that. <laughs> it is so wild. what I love about the RV camping that, that I noticed that was really different is everyone sort of has, like, their little homes there. Like, they have everything. They have, you know, like, just above average setup. So everyone's just, like... Come in for a margarita, you know, like everything's just a little swanky and um, they're definitely like 
a group you know like all the rv people like you oh, yeah. can just tell they've been in that same section right now, that for was last years night. and yeah That's it's cool. it's it was really cool they welcomed us in just, just amazingly like, yeah and there was like no stage we played on grass and there was like 400 people and they were all around like literally at one point the people behind us were like we can't hear the vocals so somebody just like plugged in turned a speaker, speaker and like turned it towards the back and it was um wild. So, so why did Bonnaroo become such a thing for you? Why would that become on the list at all? Gosh. It's just such a dream. I mean, this festival is... Had it, you ever been to Bonnaroo before? Yes. Did you? Yeah. 13, right? You were, yeah, we were yeah. here in 2013. Ask, ask them the name of their camp. Wasn't camp it? Peanut Butter. That's oh. all we ate the whole time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, um, yeah. <laughs> Newly this married at the yeah. time, so it was like, yeah. Uh, 2013, we also camped all four days. Yeah. We camped way out. We, ha- we actually had media passes, mm-hmm. Nashville perks. <laughs> we um, At the time, we were definitely not here for the band. We parked as far out in GA camping as we could, uh-huh. thinking we want to sleep. We, we're going to be here for four days. We really want to sleep. The amount of walking that we did in four days. By the fourth day, Jared was just like, <laughs> by the trash can. She loves telling this story. He was by pouting, by, pouting by the trash can. Was, yeah, I, I mean, can't wait for that beach pop song, really Pouting by the Trash, trash can. can. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be like very melancholic. Uh, yeah. All I she saw a was a gravel it. road. I'm sitting over there like pouting because I'm hot and fussy. And she's like over there like, ah. <laughs> I felt like I'm a kid on Santa's lap or something. I'm like, yeah, stop taking pictures. Yeah, please. <laughs> but I, lo- I love that idea is how it got into your soul to begin with because you're not from Nashville. And uh, right. I guess you just you did because you're music fans and you knew that yeah. Bonnaroo was sort of a thing yeah. and you said, I- I've got to be a part of this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're festival <sighs> people separate sure. of whether we're well, I would, it. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a sense. Like, we're festival people in the sense of, like, we love camping and we love playing in the band and seeing bands and stuff like that. But I, like, we also love playing festivals. But I think that... Um, so, Bonnaroo itself just had, I mean, we've played Shaky Knees and Forecastle and Firefly, and they're all unique and special in their own ways. Bonnaroo, the fan base with that and the whole idea of radiating positivity, totally aligns with how we feel like as people in any sense of our life. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Do you have, like, a set of brand values as a band? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you really? I mean, we oh, haven't yeah. written it down, though. I can't believe that for a fucking second. I tattooed on I my chest. Do you want to see my, you wanna see my chest? <laughs> if we're really <laughs> thinking about it. It gets written down tonight. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're both just into, I mean, we're oh, very. You brought it up this morning on the drive here. pointing at someone. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, you were dri- Jer- you yeah. Uh, if, if there's one word to describe us each, Jared's would be inclusive and mine would be compassionate. This is totally our festival. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> you know? does, does that yeah, go to yeah, the songwriting sure. process and, and how you you put together melodies and harmonies, et cetera? Is that that follow through when to you're a point? In but the I, I try not to like box myself or ourselves in when making the song. So I try not to be like, Kristen, you've only gotten like thirty seconds of singing time on this song, so we need to kind of even it out. Maybe we can add a couple more seconds. Like I I think it's more like, um. We want to make songs that are relatable to as many people as possible. And that gets tricky at times because we have a song called Mostly, and it's about like a deteriorating relationship. Um, and the idea that when a relationship falls apart, it's not usually one person's fault and the other person's totally in the clear. Right. Like I don't know many relationships where one person's like, like 
100% right and the other person's 100% wrong, even when, like, there's infidelity or whatever, like, there's usually these underlying psychological issues, right? And so we watched a friend go through that where both sides were at fault in different ways and just, like, you know, all the head games and everything. So I wrote mostly about that. What's tricky is when you write a song about that and you're in a band with your wife, sometimes people assume that that's coming from a place of your own personal experience. Yeah, but yeah. the funny thing is is that I feel like a lot of people can relate to it. I can certainly fucking relate to it from past relationships, and so can you. But it's not coming from ours. You yeah. know? So, um, so I think in the idea of inclusivity, we try to write songs that, you know, that you can... I think of Ben Folds in, this, in the opposite. <laughs> because when Ben Folds writes a song, I like his songs, but they are all about, like, a girl named Kathy. Right. You know? Right. And you're like, unless your name's Kathy and you're going through whatever's <laughs> going on in the song. This has nothing to do with you. Yeah. yeah. You're like, this is a good song, but I'm not Kathy. So uh, in that sense, I try to write songs on the opposite end. It reminds me... Uh, and I've told this story a couple of times, but I got to interview Amanda Shires, Jason yeah. Isbell's wife. And the big story that year, he's, he'd written that beautiful, you know, love song to yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Said, what was that beautiful like? Song. And she said, well, first of all, it better be good. <laughs> you know, if you're going to write a love song for your spouse, it better be good. Yeah. And then she said, and then I felt like he'd put all our laundry out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, like everybody knows That's what's going on in our lives. Yeah. Well, things. you sort of have to do that. I yeah. mean, that's sort of what you do. I well, mean, this kind of stand-up comedy is the same way. People are going to assume when maybe it's not the case. Yeah. So, I know, mean, other people that assume would be moms, for example. <laughs> oh. Moms oh, hear you songs, yeah, you did and what? then they're like, so what's the story on that? Was this uh, your mom? Yeah. No, this was literally not that. I've yeah. never thought about mom. Yeah, mom. I have never considered, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, mom's not going to like this. Yeah. yeah. You know well, what? wait till you have my mom. If, yeah. if we were to go through something and it inspired a song that we felt really passionate about, then so be it. I think that's just all part of making sure. art. We just haven't gone through that yet. And that's the difference between us and J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Do you, is do that you, that's we're the not, one difference. The one difference. Us. Only one. So I hope that you guys go and see that. Yeah, I, thank God he said that, not Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a weird oh. end of the oh. story. But, that one. Um, we're not over here being like, oh, like we're perfect and we're going to write from everybody else's perspective but not ours. I just... um. I don't know. Like our first record was all about us da- was when we were dating and got engaged. It's like my love record to you. The first record is really whimsical and very personal to our relationship. She probably made me promise that the next record I wouldn't. Not just, about me. Yeah, that I wouldn't just write all my songs about like our blo- early blooming relationship. So I tried to observe things and things in my life. I mean, I, at the time when I when we made our last record like three years ago, I was waiting tables and like things I experienced in that scenario and. Just things in my family and stuff like that. So, I, I know we got to wrap. I want to. I have a personal question to yeah. ask because something just struck me when you were talking about that. Sure. You said earlier that that you had to be convinced about this, Kristen. Right? You had to be convinced of the whole thing. Oh well, I have never had to be convinced of him as a musician, right. his band. I had to be convinced to sing in it. Ah, kind of. I had to convince myself. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone else was like, you've got a great let me voice. A- let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you feel like that was his play to get you? No. We were no. together before. We were already engaged. Yeah. We sang a couple of the demos at like at the reception at our wedding. Just like we were sitting around a bonfire. Yeah. And we had so a he had me. Oh, okay. He had me. Because that would have been a good pull. That would have been a good rope. I yeah. worked on the back 
side, the business side of music, doing branding and design and websites for artists and that kind of stuff. And so I was always around for the practices. I, I basically put the visual to repeat, repeat, uh, where he brought the music. And the part that we didn't see coming was that I would take part in the music. Right. That was suggested by the guy that has produced all of our music up until this point. And we just sort of went, what? Yeah. You know, um, it took me about six months to sort of get over myself. Yeah. And be able to see myself in that role without feeling shy right. and self-conscious. But what a support system, though. Uh, I mean, yeah. you got the best support system you have to work through all those those yeah. kinks also, in the armor. Yeah. It's really fun to you watch. You were the best through all oh. of that crazy... Oh, here we, we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. For the sake of Brad, we won't kiss again. <laughs> You're uh, making out again on the couch. He was Jesus. so, he was so <laughs> patient Get with me tent. while I was like, <laughs> Get a damn tent. Uh, <laughs> but you know what's, what was really fun to watch? And it and um, it doesn't happen as often now because I feel like we've been a band for a few years. So we've done a lot, but in the early days, I I've been in bands since I was like 14 years old, and then I went to college and was in bands and stuff like that. So I, you know, you get to a point. I know you guys. You've been in radio a while, right? 18 years. So it's different yes. when you watch somebody their first year Two in weeks. radio, right? I mean, yeah. you just like you see it from different lens. And so for me, I've been when we started the band, I had I knew I wanted to take it to the next level. But when we brought her on, this was her first band she'd ever been in. So to watch her go through all the things that I went through when I was like 14 was really refreshing to watch because, oh. you know. I'd get really excited about stuff and be like, guys. Yeah, so did it re-energize you? I mean, was it sort of. A thousand times. Over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the cool. fact that like, even today, uh, I don't know, like Alt Press tweeted about us because we're doing this takeover thing. And, you know, three or four years ago. We were like, they don't even know who the fuck we are. And so we were, we just woke up. We had this great show last night. We're here at Bonnaroo. And they're like, repeat, repeat at Bonnaroo. Like, check them out, blah, blah. And Kristen's, like, getting emotional. And when you've done it for so long and you've been in bands that yeah, have sure. started and failed, you get jaded. But watching her feel those feelings because she's never felt that before. Right. I'm like, it, what? It, it re-energizes <laughs> awesome. you, you. know, It's never awesome. something that I, like, pictured in my life, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. It's weird. Well, uh, we can't thank you enough for being a part of it. And letting you. us be a part of it, I guess. It's oh. better yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we can I hear all the helicopters we're flying. That means yeah. Yeah. that's the, the generator. That's the generator. the bands in. The Bonner uh, guys, it, it, it's a, not only is it refreshing to, to talk to a, an artist like you guys and talk to a band like you guys, but I feel like you're part of the Bonnaroo experience. I feel yeah, like you guys you. understand it and you get it. Those are the guys I like the most on stage, especially at this festival. Because the guys that get on stage and, and don't really care, they're the ones we usually walk by, right? Yeah, and you guys sure. really, really care. And I, I can't, I can't wait to see shows with you. What do you want to see today? What are you guys going to go? Who's playing tonight? We got Ron Gallo Ron tonight. Gallo. We got Pitcher ah. playing ping pong. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Ron what else Gallo you got? is amazing. Our friend Arlamar is playing tonight. That's okay. Rad. All right. Um, he's great. I think yeah. Florist tonight, right? One yep. thing we Cozy. learned at festivals is Closing. to be fluid just, with just who we want to see because yeah. we're hearing a lot of them from press tents. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. You guys are at a festival. You're not really at a festival, unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. We try to be as much as possible. And That's thank awesome. you for the kind words. Like, we feel very hungry. And, like, 
we try to balance this line of We've like, got some pimento cheese. Oh, thank and, you. and some nut butter, I think. Oh, <laughs> that's that's on the way. But we, have, we have no pimento cheese. Um, Believe me, when he gets to 105, we'll have plenty here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like we need like a cheesy sound effect right there. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, I think we need uh, an edit. Fart, button. fart in the morning. You can get it any morning you want. Uh, yeah, I, we we really appreciate it. We we're very hungry for this. We we are excited for Sunday, and um, you know we hope that translates. But in my mind, my favorite bands and my favorite shows are where the bands are having just as much fun as the fans are. And we tried to do that too. Yeah, because pace yourselves. Yeah. Pace yourselves. You guys got a long weekend. You got to be ready for Sunday. Pace yourselves. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it so much. Repeat, repeat on the what podcast, the what underscore podcast on Twitter all this week in Bonnaroo. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.